Hello world, it's your girl Sierra popping in with a special message for our Maryland listeners. July 19th, 2022 marks a gubernatorial primary election here in Maryland. This election is super important because we're voting for our state and local officials, including governor, our senator, congressman and woman, councilman and woman, state's attorney, as well as members of the Board of Education. Uh, Midterm elections fall in the middle of the presidential term, which means we're essentially voting to keep things the way they've been for the last two years or to maybe pivot, elect someone new and hopefully move in a better direction. Um, In the past, these elections have been won with only one third of registered voters turnout. Unfortunately, it is too late to register to vote for the primary election, but be sure to register by October 28th 2022 if you want your voice to be heard in the general election which will be in November. Now if you are registered to vote congratulations and I hope you take advantage of this liberty and use your voices at the polls. Early voting has begun on July 7th and will continue through July 14th. There are nearly 100 early voting centers open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. And don't forget, you still have time to request a mail-in ballot if you don't feel comfortable going to the polls or if maybe you just want to avoid lines. Um, But be sure to request your mail-in ballot by July the 12th and make sure you have it completed and postmarked by July the 19th at 8 p.m. This will ensure your ballot is counted. Um, This month is Tech Awareness Month, so be sure to do your research on each candidate. Um, There's still plenty of time to get familiar with the candidates. You can start by visiting elections.maryland.com. I'm sorry, elections.maryland.gov for detailed information on each candidate and to learn more about their platform. Um, You also have social media at the palm of your hands. Each candidate usually has their own websites. I'm sure a lot of coverage have been done on the candidates as well. So be sure to use the tools that are available to you to make sure we're going to be informed voters showing up later this month. All right, enough for me. Let's jump into this week's new episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Should Have Recorded That with Sierra and Jasmine. And today we will be discussing investing in technology that's important for your business. This piece is, or I should say this topic is really important just because technology isn't going anywhere. (laughs) As we all know from conversations that might not be related to the business at this point, but that comes up a lot are, is cryptocurrency and also NFTs. So with, in, in the metaverse. So with that being said, again, Technology isn't going anywhere. So we as business owners need to figure out what technology is going to be pertinent for our business and utilize it. So let's just get right into the topic. So this is according to a website. It's www. I'm just going to spell all the, I'm just going to say all the letters and you guys can Google it. And also we'll have it in the description box for you to view for yourself, but it's www.oksbdc.org. I love this particular article because they basically broke down 
how technology can be applied to each or different areas of business. And first they highlighted how you can utilize technology to communicate with your customers. And I think when people start a business, because all of us are already on social media, that's the first piece of technology that we'll try to incorporate into our business because we see people trying to grab our attention while we're on our own personal social media platforms. But once once you leave that consumer mindset and you become a business owner, you do realize that social media, um, it, it's not just social media, but technology is a great way to communicate with your customers. Social media being one area to communicate with your uh, customers. And then there's email, so email marketing, there's text, mes text message marketing, and you could also utilize virtual meetings. Um, one thing that I guess I wanted to highlight about why I think it's kind of, why I think technology is kind of cool in this particular instance for this area of business is because at some point in time, years ago, there, you could only reach your customer through probably more so word of mouth, maybe through publications, whether it was newspapers, magazines, but it was only so far that you could actually reach your customers or your audience. But now with technology, you can actually have a national business and international business. And I find that piece really cool. So I, I thought that was cool, Sierra. It really is because it just changes um, like the landscape and idea of business, because I feel like even us growing up, it was still the idea of like a brick and mortar store, like having an in-person store. But now your business can reside ex exclusively digitally, on exclusively online. Um, mm -hmm. And I heard the word so much this year, but like hyper connection. And it's yeah. so true because in one day, I know we talked about it before, in one day your business can blow up. And now you have some awareness and an imprint online. So you do want to make sure that your business is establishing that connection with your customers as well. Right. And um, I guess um, I didn't think about it until just now, but there are programs that you can utilize, um, such as MailChimp, Constant Contact, that would help you with your email and text message marketing. Um, oh, we all know about Instagram. We all know about Facebook, Snapchat, as far as utilizing that to communicate with your audience. Um, keep in mind when you, you choose a social media platform, you should know your audience. So if you, if your target audience is anybody who's 45 and up nine times out of 10, and depending on what your business is, you would it would be beneficial for you to use a platform like Facebook in comparison to an Instagram for that particular audience base. But that just comes with you doing your research, your market research to figure out who your target audience is and where they hang out at. Um, anybody who's, um, I would probably say, I, I can't remember the, the, I know we're millennials and then there's, who's the, Gen Z. So Gen Z, they're all on, not all of them, but a lot of them are on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So that's how you would reach out to them if they are your target, target audience. So that's just, um, just a little tip there. And then uh, moving on to the next area that they highlighted was you can use technology to help with the efficiency of your operations. And that's 100% true. 
because when it comes down to um, whether it's a administrative work, accounting work, even social media, managing your social media, um, cloud storage platforms, all of that and plus more can help to extensively um, allow more efficiency in your business because you get, basically it allows you to be more hands-off and you still get to create the customer service experience that you want your customers to experience and you get to run your internal processes better. So definitely utilizing technology to help with this part of your business is amazing. And I can, I can attest to that because I, I actually use um, Pocket Suite for um, the skin healing clinic. It's a scheduling system, but it also has some a little bit of accounting software. It also has a little bit of marketing, which is cool when you can find programs that actually combine a multitude of different quote unquote experience into one platform. So I definitely agree that technology can definitely help you make your business a little bit uh, more efficient. Definitely. So this is where I would bring up um, a site like Canva, because, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about Canva so often, but it does offer um, just the design aspect. If you're paying for pro, you get access to stock images, um, you get access to a scheduling system. So a lot of um, the social media sites that we use do offer scheduling now. But with Canva, you are also um, can create your own um, social media like calendar and schedule posts to go out. So it, it is good to just make sure we're using um, systems that are user-friendly because mm -hmm. if you don't, if you didn't go to school for like digital design, Canva has templates for you. Yeah. So it's just you with like connecting with your customer and um, your team because you can share product projects mm -hmm. um, for editing. So it definitely will assist you in your business. But also um, I have a couple of products like QuickBooks mm -hmm. and HoneyBooks because those are good good for just small businesses who want to keep track of their um, accounting, keep track mm -hmm. of like spending, what's going out. Because we do know that these, um, these apps, technology can be expensive. So we want to take advantage of the sites that allow, um, you know, free access. But if you are going to start paying for sites, make sure we're using ones that are multifaceted. So Canva is a really good one. Yeah, that was a good point about, um, I didn't even think of that to, to consider program, utilize a programs that's going to include, um, maybe it's not, it's, it's, it's not primarily QuickBooks, but you can utilize QuickBooks, whether at a discount or for free. I never even thought about that because, um, yes, <laughs> QuickBooks <laughs> can add up. Very yeah, add up. I know quickly. another one is like honey books, but again, it's based on like, you can refer people to get some discounts, but mm -hmm. as a small business, those receipts add up too. So you want to yeah. make sure you don't want tax time to come around and hit you. So it's like, just trying to prepare. So that way we can stay ready. <laughs> so right. just some right. options, but there are of course, a slew of apps. Um, those are just a few. And I know just by listening to podcasts that mm -hmm. they normally offer some sort of discount when you're signing up or free trials. So just take advantage of them. But you want to make sure that you're watching how much you're spending too, because these things add up. Like I'm paying for Canva. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I haven't switched to a yearly membership yearly. at this point. It's just like, mm -hmm. it's, crazy. it's like, we just want money to keep flowing out the door. Right. But um. 
it's some good systems out here that are helping us like become more established yeah yeah and then um as far as the next area of um i guess the next area that the article hits on and and this is in again regards to how technology can assist with certain pieces of your business so they talk about business culture and class relations and at first it took me a little i had to think about it you know because the 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 blurb was pretty short on what they kind of meant by how technology could help with business culture and class relations. But I do understand, from my understanding, I do like the fact that by implementing technology into your business, you might be able to save money on potential overhead, let's say, because maybe instead of having a brick and mortar office in the past, you can now allow your employees to work virtually. So mm-hmm. what, and, and then also what, what comes with that is that maybe, you know, at one point in time, you could only hire people in the state of Maryland, but now you can hire anywhere just because we all have the technology to do the virtual meetings. You can utilize cloud software such as Google Drive, and like Google, um, like Docs, Google Docs. <laughs> I'm like, what is it called? Microsoft Word. Google Docs that it allows um, multiple people to edit um, the document at the same time. So I found that to be really cool. And you can leave comments. You can also, I mean, you signed up with Google. I'm sure Microsoft Teams. I'm sure there's a, a few other platforms too where they that's that's what they're there for to specifically help these um, to help businesses, uh, I guess, streamline their to streamline their business so to just make it more seamless so that way you can communicate with one another, you can update each other on different tasks, things like that. So. I definitely understand what they're saying. And 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 they say class relations. <laughs> now they were trying to say like, I don't know how they, I don't know. I didn't get this one so yeah. I was like, well, I don't see how this is going to help with uh, the more people to understand each other on a cultural level. I don't know how technology is going to help with that. No. So I was thinking, you know, like you said earlier, how you use, um, I can't recall. I think you said sweet, pocket sweet how you mm-hmm. use Pocket Suite to send your message out to your customers, to your clients. Mm-hmm. Like that is giving them your business culture. When you send out, hey, this is what we've been doing. These are changes we're going to make. Like you are literally getting to tell your customers about your business digitally. Mm-hmm. Instead True. of having a sales thing come in, it's like you sending out everything that you want in an email or in a text mm-hmm. message. Or mm-hmm. what do they call like the monthly? Um, like the newsletters? Newsletters, yeah. So you're getting to share your business culture with, because um, that's what I took for them. Like, it's a chance for you to share your business culture with your customers. And okay. by utilizing just digital space, like your cloud space, you're just sending an email out and you're explaining what you, what's new with your, with your customers and your business. Yeah. But what about class relations? Like, and I, and I, I really try to think about it. I just, because I really wanted, because I was like, maybe even you would have an idea mm-hmm. what they were talking about, because they based how they, how the article kind of explained it was that um, it was an opportunity for, um, I don't know, I guess they, they were trying to make it a cultural thing, like, um, and not business culture, but like ethnicity. That's how I took it. Like it couldn't, it could improve. The, that type of technology could help improve that aspect of business internally. But 
maybe one of the listeners can let us know <laughs> what they think after they read the article because I definitely didn't want to not talk about it even though I personally might not understand it but I wanted to you know just put that out there on the on the podcast just to mm. maybe see maybe someone has an example that they want to share with us and let us know how technology has helped with class relations <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm interested in knowing too maybe people can't be racist <laughs> that's that's kind of what i thought they were trying i to definitely say. i only went with culture and i'm like your business culture and how you <laughs> communicate it um i definitely wasn't thinking about classism and relationships but okay um yeah, but that's what they say that's interesting but it does say, because now I'm actually into the, the article just to see, because it, it does say social tension. So yeah, okay. So the article just quickly, it says technology creates a, a team dynamic within a business because employees at different locations have better interactions. Okay. So you're okay. able to Skype and you can communicate maybe. And factory managers can communicate with shipment coordinators at a different location. Tensions and distress are less likely okay. to involve. Okay. Clicks and social tension can become a nightmare for business. Technology often helps worker helps workers put their different backgrounds aside. Okay, so they That's actually right. didn't mean class relations. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it's just saying like it's more communication. Yeah, just other yeah. more opportunities for communication. So communication. instead of you missing the shipment or someone not being able to receive it's like oh no we can jump on a zoom call and talk about something just in better interaction oh you won't misinterpret me over an email because we can jump on a call right okay we're learning something yeah okay because yeah that makes a lot of sense now so yeah it do just increasing just team building because it's giving you more opportunities just to work with each other and communicate better Yes. And I agree. I totally agree. And that's something that we've discussed um, on the podcast before about how important communication is. So technology can help you increase your communication as well. So that's awesome. And then the the next area was security. Um, For me, I kind of just took that as um, by incorporating technology into your business, you're able to protect proprietary information basically using passwords. And then I was like, well, what else could you utilize technology to help secure? And I was like, okay, yeah. So if you own a brick and mortar, you can basically install inexpensive security cameras now. Mm -hmm. And that helps to protect your assets because I mean, anytime you own a store and you have items in there, that's money. Like everything is money in there, the shirt, the cup, Mm -hmm. everything. So yeah, so that's, that's, that's what I took away from it um just in the digital space too because it says here like you can protect on like forthcoming projects and like we just said when you're sharing information like working on a project with a team I mean of course we're small businesses but you do want to make sure your your work is being protected like we know this podcast a lot of things you know it's what is it called intellectual property is still very important because if you're building something, you're creating a project, you want to make sure you're still protecting yourselves. And I know every time I log into my computer, it tells me how many threatening sites they block me from the day. And I'm like, my goodness, who knew all of this was still happening? <laughs> I thought we were just safe. Like you haven't heard about people's identities getting stolen in a while. Right. But I guess it's just the way to still protect yourself. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and, and, it, and it makes sense um, as far as like, um, we think about just a celebrity because at the end of the day, they're all they've been influencers. We just never called them that prior mm-hmm. 
to 20, you know, to, to right now. Yeah. But a lot of those people, if they're not even like a known celebrity or and if they're just like a quote unquote influencer, they are they're being hacked <laughs> like and they're like really you know so it makes sense it's, and you know i'm sitting here thinking i'm like wow so i wonder if there is a software where you could protect because i know that matter of fact because i know i'm kind of jumping from here and there but i guess to make my story clear i i noticed that with a lot of up-and-coming businesses like if you if you're familiar with um jason lee He's the founder of Hollywood Unlocked. So he did a so he does a podcast and he's actually transitioned more into different realms of media. But the point is the narrative with mostly everyone who was coming up use, utilizing social media for their business, they were being hacked. So I'm wondering if there's now some type of security system that protects those people from that happening because it's unfortunate that they get hacked and then Instagram has a long, thorough process and, and they don't make it easy for people to reclaim their pages all mm -hmm. the time. And then that makes people have to start all over yeah. from scratch to rebuild their whole audience that's based off of this one page. Because I think as a consumer, you're just used to logging on and following the shade room, but you forget that this is just technology. <laughs> like it's just a space. Now, in space story, he said like a teenager <laughs> hacked him well was paid to right. hack him so it's like that is crazy and I even when um just going off of that story when Instagram was down for a while people were saying like you got to make sure you're backing up your own content and you still have a place to still communicate with your audience and your clients so I mean that was Instagram's just going down just imagine like we wouldn't want that to happen but just imagine if your site was hacked or you know like you couldn't communicate with your customers like that would be crazy best because we live in such a digital space so security is still very important and hopefully like a lot of the web hosts will provide some sort of security because they know we not that <laughs> in tune with <laughs> digital security come on like Remember we said, well, just that we had to, what was it called? Like, it was a little disk that you had to, like, program on your computer for security. Oh, Remember yeah. Said, I'm, like, staples, like, like, like $100. Security, yeah. Yeah. I haven't mm -hmm. done that in a while, so I hope I got it. I'm well, they tell me I still got it. <laughs> so yeah. I got some sort of digital and stuff. All right. That's a no. That's a resource, guys. We're going to figure out how to protect <laughs> ourselves online. Yeah, that's, that's the gym for the day. You ain't lying because I didn't even think about that. Because honestly, I didn't have a lot to say, but that might be the issue. Because <laughs> it's like, what else could we do except try to protect our passwords? That's what we always think about. Hmm. And it's so funny because my phone tells me every time I create a new account, they said this password is easily guessed. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have not decided to change my password. So. That's something I need to do as well. Yeah. Okay. So if anybody's listening um, mm -hmm. who has uh, resources that we all could use, please let us know. Because we would <laughs> like to know because I'm like, dang, that's not something I thought about. But security is important. I don't know how it might be the most important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it about well. it. Because we keep I'm thinking we're the little guys. It's like, no, but at some point you do have to protect what you're building. So Right. Exactly. And then the last area that they highlight is your ability to research 
And that is so true. Without technology, I would, I'm trying to think, what did they do prior? I, I would assume maybe they had to hold focus groups um, to get information from their audience. They would have to go to the library physically to gain, you know, to read about their audience. So it's really cool now that technology allows you, you simply go on Google, you can utilize a free resource to access other sites that you may or may not have to pay for to get information when it comes to um, your audience. You can now, I don't think they highlighted this, but we talked about this on the podcast before, you can utilize technology to learn new skills. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about utilizing Enoch Pratt's research database and, and utilizing Udemy as a free resource to learn how to develop a new skill. So, yeah, and no, and, and the last thing I wanted to say about the I mean the ability to research is that you're able to stay ahead of your competitors because now you have direct access as to what it is that they're doing as far as their marketing efforts are concerned and depending on how much information they put out on social media or publicly you're able to see you know the cost of their services like you don't have to go into their places of business anymore I mean I'm sure it helps to go you know, just to get all the information. And I'm not saying that in a sneaky way. That's really just what people do to gain information about their competitors. But yeah. That's what professionals do. Like you do market research and it's not just about your customer. It's about your competition as well. And you do want to always be in a place where you can set yourself aside, pivot if you have to. Um, I just read through the article now and they're saying like, you want to make sure that you're always growing, growing your business. And that's what we did, you know, earlier this year with the redirection of this podcast. And it has been great just to see like how much new content we can create and the support that we've gotten from it, because that's something that we felt like we had to do. And it looked like it was the best decision for us because it just created a new avenue for us, like Mm -hmm. a whole new market. And that's only because we did take the time to still research, to figure out where we were at, what we were bringing to this podcast universe, you know? So right, research is always key. And I know I love seeing, you know, memes and content on social media. It just reminds us like Burger King still exists, even though McDonald's exists. Like they're doing the exact same thing, but whatever you bring to the table is still going to be what you bring to the table. So it's not a negative thing to reinvent the wheel. Like you are figuring right. out a way to do it in your lane, um, and for your customer so that is you know you're still it's still okay to produce like we always stop ourselves because we think we're like stealing from someone it's like no right. we see something and then we also see how we can approve it and be innovative and that's still very important in business because that's how we create like a market <laughs> it, it would right. just be a monopoly if there was only one mcdonald's right. like it would be boring as well so <laughs> you know <laughs> we right. need something different like no right. one would have made it to a vegan burger if they just stopped at McDonald's. Like we just right. stuck with it. So that is very true. That is very true. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. It really is. It's like you take re- something and you can build on it. 
stealing guys like we got to stop looking at stuff from a negative lens like it's not yeah Mm -hmm. you can't steal someone's entire idea or you know it's impossible yeah it's it's impossible (laughs) because it's like you're just that's their business Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's literally coming out of their mind which you Mm -hmm. can't obtain so Mm -hmm. So, yeah it's definitely a positive thing it's nothing wrong with it definitely that's a part of business and yeah so and one thing I definitely wanted to highlight because I know that some people listening they might feel like you know what they, they may have a hard time accepting technology and utilizing and they feel like the processes that they already have in place they work and I just wanted to say if you feel like that those processes work for you and your business I don't think that you need to worry about making a change but what I do want you to consider is that technology is not going anywhere and you have to ask yourself as far as your audience is concerned what is their lifestyle what are their needs and wants going to look like within the next few years 10 years 20 years and are is your is your business going to be able to fulfill that need given its current processes because you don't want to get left behind because there's going to be other businesses who are going to do what we just said they're going to do their market research using technology and they're going to figure out a way to do what you're not willing to do just because you're kind of comfortable with now because business is not about now it's well it's about now and it's about the future so it's twofold um and i just really wanted to highlight that aspect yeah, it, it's ever changing. And it, it just reminds me of kind of like, you know, the generation before us, so maybe our parents where they did, well, I don't know if it's they struggled or they just didn't want to embrace technology. Mm-hmm. But now it's at the point of like, mom, I see you on Facebook. Like, you know <laughs> that you have to embrace, you know, what's happening. And for like smaller businesses, like even during COVID, like a mom and pop, like we're in Baltimore, so a sub shop. If they they could still continue on because there's a lot of like mm-hmm. word of mouth and it's just mm-hmm. being in the area so people are familiar with them but just them extending that business to like uber eats or doordash i'm sure opened up so many more doors for them because they embrace in technology and how it can help their business that's a small change and that's a positive change too so it doesn't have to be crazy you don't have to do tiktoks like you can right right to- right your channel you can stick to still just telling people about your business but I love that so many like neighborhood restaurants started taking like DoorDash and Uber Eats because and even just the fact that they have websites now like my sub shop have a website with coupons I was so excited I'm like this is great because I'm happy to see them getting into business because yeah you have a business that was self-sufficient and running but it is still ways to grow so it don't have to mean that they weren't sell a strip so, you know, sell a, a sub to someone in California, but they can't right. reach someone. So when they visit Baltimore, right. you know, they can find them. So it's right. just small ways. And I actually had a couple um, apps because I do know just with like creating content and adding content, it can be so tasking and it can be hard. So the good thing about technology now is that so many um, sites that people will use for content, they create mm-hmm. apps for it that are very user-friendly that make things easier. So like a Canva, but I brought up like Adobe Suite. So where you can edit like your photos and your videos, they have apps to where it makes it so simple. So again, if you didn't go to school 
to be a graphic designer, you can still edit your your posts, edit your com, um, edit your photos and things like that. Um, we already talked about QuickBooks and HoneyBooks, just putting all of your information online. Um, but there's also sites for like team building, Basecamp, Asana, Monday.com is for managing projects and teams. So if you are growing a team, you are a digital company, it's ways to continue to connect digitally and work on projects together. So it's just, it's a lot of sites, but it's a lot of apps. So if you have Google or if you have iPhone, go in the Google Play Store, go into your app store and take a look at some apps that can really streamline a lot of the services that we do, that we have to do, because we signed up to be entrepreneurs. We didn't know that we had to be, you know, five different people in one. Right. Like we didn't know that we had to be creating content and connecting with people. So it's a lot of apps that can assist us with Mm-hmm. Business mm-hmm. business. Yeah. So I, I know for me, um, I used to have a hard time embracing technology. I was always the person who was just the last to join because I just couldn't get with it. But as a business owner, it's something I've definitely can more easily embrace. And I think for me, the conclusion is that I'll probably always will continue to um, utilize technology. I do know for myself personally, because of just my own personal morals, I am gonna be a little bit selective on maybe pieces where I feel like, because the only thing about technology that I don't care for is that it does, it gives a lot, but it takes away a lot. For example, because you can have automation systems set up it's good for you, especially as a new business owner, because you don't have to worry about hiring an administrative assistant. But at one point in time, you did need to hire an administrative assistant to do their job. So that part kind of makes me sad. Um, but like I said, it's it's definitely, I guess, with most things, it's good and bad to, to most things. And when it comes to technology, it has it. And so my goal is just to keep that in mind and just when I can definitely fill the role or utilize a person first before I think to incorporate technology, especially when I get into a place where I can afford to do so. And that's the key. So yeah, it would be, I can't wait to be able to build a team, right? <laughs> that's what we all want to get to. Right. Um, but I just think until you're able to, it's, def- it's definitely a means to an end. It is sad because it's like, wow, all of our jobs are going to be given over to robots at some point. But when you are a solo entrepreneur, just doing it all by yourself, you have to think of ways to keep yourself in the game. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're going to keep letting fear take over and not right. do anything. So it's like, right. if right. you got to make that flyer yourself right. sis, go ahead and do it like mm-hmm. I would literally went to graduate school for integrated design so the the tools that I'm talking about are literally taking a job away from myself but I understand like why it's so hard for a lot of entrepreneurs and I can see how it's really right I can really see how it it can be something that'll stop you from moving forward so it's like if you feel like your digital imprint is what's maybe causing your business to kind of not grow or be stuck it's a good option for you yeah no and you're right I 100% I 100% agree so 
I hope you guys definitely learned from today's episode. Uh, I know I did. I felt like from me doing this research, it was definitely beneficial and a good reminder as to why technology is important and learning more ways on how to incorporate technology for my business as my business grows. So it was, it was, it was a great conversation. So again, I hope you guys definitely enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining us. We definitely want to keep the conversation going on offline. So make sure you follow us at, we should have recorded that on Facebook and on Instagram. And again, make sure you leave us a comment and let us know what you learned today. If you are a local business owner, or if you know someone who may be interested in partnering or sponsoring with us, please make sure to send us an email at hello at we should have recorded that. Until next time, guys. Bye.